Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich from CapturingTheCharmLife.com. If you are a homeschool mama challenged by doubt, not sure you can do this homeschool thing. If you're a homeschool mama challenged by overwhelm, there are just too many things to do. Or if you are a homeschool mama unsure that the way you're showing up in your homeschool isn't the way you want to be showing up in your homeschool, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to encourage you in your homeschool journey to help you strategize ways to turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. So welcome, homeschool mama. As we look to finishing our 2021-2022 homeschools, I invite you to consider all the charms and the challenges of this last year. What's getting in the way of your charmed homeschool? But first, I want to invite you to the Homeschool Mama Retreat, where you can release your unhelpful homeschool mindset, reassess your homeschool vision, recognize your emotional landscape, reimagine how you want to show up in your homeschool, and renovate your self-care strategies. Connect with me on CapturingTheCharmLife.com to find out more. This is what I've heard from some of those who've taken this retreat. A beautiful homeschool mama of three kiddos said this, I recommend this retreat for everyone. I've been making my way through your retreat and loving it. Your voice has a very soothing quality. No kidding, I'm always surprised by that. It has been a special time. Teresa is a gift with the best humor. I am so blown away by the care you take to really get to know who you're mentoring or talking with. It's so rare these days. I also heard this. I hope all of your retreats bear fruit that breathes life into deflated women like me, changing their defeat into delight once again, or for the first time. I enjoyed your candor, your laughter, your caring, and your insights. You have allowed the experiences that have challenged you to be the catalyst to helping others. Your retreat has called me from my anxiety and whirling world to pause, breathe, and see who I am, who I have been, but didn't even realize. So today's episode is brought to you by, well, the Homeschool Mama Retreat, but more on that in a minute. So what's been happening in your homeschool? If you'd like to connect with me, introduce yourself on the show notes page on my website, www.capturingthecharmedlife.com and leave a voice message if you're brave, or if you'd rather not, you're always welcome to leave a comment on any of the posts, and I am always delighted to read them. Instead of me sharing what's been happening in my homeschool, which really includes reading on the couch, I'm reading Martin Luther King with my son, and a book about Paris with my daughter. I've been doing an Easter egg hunt, of course, and planning for an upcoming trip to the city to shop, visit the Science Center, and go to the symphony. I want to share with you what's been happening with me. I've observed how a lot of moms that connect with me over on Instagram or on Facebook or through my website, the comments and the discussions that I have behind the scenes often, not always, either relate to overwhelm or doubt or that not good enough feeling or unrealistic expectations or probably you fill in the blank. There's a few. But 
at the core, I would suggest that there is a sense that we don't know how to deal with them. So I like to categorize that under an umbrella of overwhelm. It feels like a lot. We don't know what to do with the feeling. We don't identify what's really happening. And of course, everybody has unique experiences and we deal with those experiences one on one. But when we get clear on what that overwhelm is, then we can put some practices into our homeschools and in our lives so that we can either build boundaries or create frameworks of intention so we can do our homeschool life on purpose. This is the final episode of season two, and I'm going to focus more of my energies on one-on-one coaching, the homeschool mama retreat, and two intensives, one focused on overwhelm and another on boundaries. I am so privileged to walk alongside you, homeschool mama, in your homeschool and life journeys. I've come to clarity in my values around this podcast, in my homeschool coaching role, and in my writing, and it is this, to be authentic, to live for freedom, and to live on purpose. That's my goal for me. And naturally, that is my goal for you. So in today's final episode of season two, I offer you the Homeschool Mama Retreat, an opportunity to do just that. I'm privileged to share with you my story of why these things matter to me, where I came from, why it matters, and how it can help you so you can be authentic, live for freedom, and live on purpose in your homeschool and your life. I'm privileged to virtually walk alongside homeschool moms just like you. I'm privileged to be invited into your homeschool, be told about why you homeschool, who you homeschool, the challenges in your homeschool, and why you're not sure you want to continue homeschooling or why you're finding homeschooling really challenging. You know that I've been there, done that, that I've homeschooled four kids, our oldest, who's 21, our second, 19, our third is 16, and it's only our youngest, 13, who's still homeschooling. You've heard me share my story that somewhere in January of our third year of homeschooling, I was done. Or to be precise, I had enough of kid conflict, forcing kids to sit down, to be quiet, to stay motivated, to focus on their studies, to stop arguing, to leave the scissors in the same place I left them, to not speak out of turn, to not speak disrespectfully, and a whole bunch of other stuff that pushed me to the brink of my overwhelm. But I've had more than one moment of questioning my homeschool choice. I have had more than one moment of homeschool overwhelm and even life overwhelm. I've had moments of exasperation with a child or two or three, even seasons of exasperation and worry. And because I'm not from one of those strong family stories where I felt secure and was taught that who I was mattered or even that my feelings mattered or that anyone even noticed I was there sometimes, 
well, I've been reparenting myself too, growing myself up right alongside my kids. Oh, and if it didn't seem obvious already, I have plenty of stories where I've had to reorder relationships because I learned to instill boundaries in pretty much every relationship in my life at some point. Boundaries weren't taught or instilled in my family of origin, and I didn't even explore them until I was 34, years after I began parenting. And when sometimes you hear me talk about homeschool mamas needing to find their identity, that was my experience too. I remember attending my first weekend writing conference, and by the end of that weekend, I was in love and in awe. I found the love of my life, writing. But I was always in love with her. I'd always known her. Remember that I began writing when I was seven, in a little green locked journal purchased from Zeller's. But I didn't spend enough time acknowledging her, so I didn't develop her. That weekend conference got me clear that I was not just a mom. I was a writer. But how could I write? I'd surely have to ditch the other three loves of my life. And though I say that for your amusement, I was genuinely distraught that I'd made a mistake. I had a family when I first should have taken up writing. Turns out the two are not mutually exclusive, but I've had to bring that element of my identity into regular practice despite a rather consuming homeschool mom identity. And as you can imagine, coming into marriage and parenting with a rather colorful growing up season of my life, I wanted to capture a charmed life. Did I subconsciously name my website? Oh yes, I did. I've learned to overcome my fear of anger in others and in myself. I've had to overcome my insatiable desire to have others like me or support me. I've learned to be authentic despite the vulnerability. I've had to overcome a deep inertia of what I call the great sadness, a dark storm of all the painful hard stories that remain trapped despite many years post-trauma. I've lived Rachel Platten's song. You know, the fight song, like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves into motion, like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. And all those things I didn't say, wrecking balls inside my brain, I will scream them loud tonight. Can you hear my voice this time? This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. My power's turned on. Starting right now, I'll be strong. I'll play my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes, because I still got a lot of fight left in me. I've had to practice self-compassion again and again. And tell myself the beautiful truth, as I tell you when we chat virtually. You were created. Therefore, you are worthy, you are valuable, and you are here for a purpose and a reason. 
And now I see that despite the seemingly overwhelming challenges, that Blackbird song by Sarah McLaughlin has been mine, and I believe it can be yours too. Blackbird singing in the dead of night, take these broken wings and learn to fly. All your life you were only waiting for this moment to arise. Blackbird singing in the dead of night, take these sunken eyes and learn to see. All your life, you were only waiting for this moment to be free. You may have broken wings. You can learn to fly. You can arise. You can sing despite the most unusual, difficult circumstances, like singing in the dead of night. You can learn that you are free. So as you can see, the initial conversations I have with you during our virtual coaching sessions, well, you and I begin to uncover some reasons that you're struggling, and those reasons are almost never the original reasons we begin chatting. Probably it's not just about the frustrations you have with your kids, about bickering and arguing, or because they're complaining about you asking them to do something like homeschool. Probably it's not about uncertainty about your homeschool choice or a lack of confidence in your homeschool choice. Probably it's not because you have too many things to do or that you feel compelled to do everything everyone on Instagram or your local co-op is doing. Probably it's not because the community around you isn't supportive or that maybe you don't even have a homeschool community. Probably it's not about you're not feeling like you're not doing good enough in your homeschool. Probably it's not because your partner isn't in support of your homeschool choice. Probably it's not because you're having a hard time transitioning to the homeschool life instead of your previous profession. Maybe it's not even that you're struggling in your marriage in front of your homeschool kids. Probably it's not because you're kind of bored of homeschooling, even though you've been doing it for a few years now. Maybe even similar curriculum. Your day's the same. The kids kept coming. You kept homeschooling. And now what? You're so bored. Probably it's not because you're losing your stuff on the kids, even though how could it not be this one? I've learned that it's often this. At the base, you need time away so that you can see what it actually is to understand what is actually going on. You need to become more aware of your needs. You need to understand how to instill boundaries. You might need to render some big hurts. You need time to become clear on what your base issues are with your partner or your kids, or your other significant relationships. You need to know how to address those issues proactively and not wait for some magical, non-existent utopia to take over your home. Not that I know what I'm talking about here. You need to be clear on what you think an education is anyway, why you're even putting all this effort toward your kids' home education, you need to be clear so you can address the repeated questions and uncertainties from the important people in your lives that aren't your homeschool cheerleaders, 
but truly love you and your kids and want the best for them. You need to be clear on what you need, how you're making time and space to address what you need. Maybe your mental stimulation or your sense of quietness or separateness or your life outside homeschooling. Because one day sooner than you think, it will happen. You will have a life outside homeschooling. You also need to be clear on what you expect from each of your homeschooled kids and how those expectations might flow or not flow, as is often the case when a child doesn't show up the way you expect them to. You need to release yourself from reactivity and respond with purposeful intention. You need to be clear on how you're addressing your big emotions as you homeschool, like anger or frustration, balance, failure, not good enough, or perfectionism, and also stress, or like when really big things happen in your homeschool, like moving or separations or death or other loss. I've learned that we need time and space to explore what we need to explore how we can be proactive in our relationships, to develop our separate sense of self and encourage purposeful activities in our homeschool mom lives, the life that we will live after we've graduated our youngest child too. I'd be privileged to walk alongside you if you want to connect with me in the virtual homeschool mama retreat or in one-on-one coaching. You can connect with me through my website capturingthecharmedlife.com. In this guided retreat, you can get away and take a breather. You can dig deep into the things that are keeping you from enjoying your homeschool charm so you can show up on purpose in your homeschool days. So if you want to reimagine how you show up in your homeschool life, renovate your self-nurturing strategies, recognize your emotional landscape, reassess your homeschool vision, and release your unhelpful homeschool mindset, then join me for the four-week virtual homeschool mama retreat. I'd be delighted to walk alongside you. Before I close this final episode of season two, I want to share with you a letter I wrote in my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care Nurturing the Nurturer. I wrote a love letter to you. Homeschool Mama. Dear Homeschool Mama, Once upon a time, you likely told yourself that you have one of the best jobs in the world. You took on this job and no one expected you to. It's a challenge to build your needs, your wants, your personality into your homeschool world, but it can be done, and it will be done, as you continue moving forward, instilling habits and practices that take care of you too. You get to watch your kids grow up right before your eyes. You get to watch them learn chess moves at three, win chess games with their dad at eight, and create their own Minecraft servers. You get to see their vivacious, animated personality create a successful YouTube channel. You get to watch their fascination with dance turn into a fine arts degree in ballet. You get to observe their people-watching passions turn into a social sciences degree. You get to see them develop their interests as they grow into adulthood. 
you get to develop your interests too. If you're interested in Greek mythology, you can buy a book, read the book, take courses online, build Greek columns from sugar cubes, wrap yourself in white sheets, make a crown of grape leaves, and have your kids feed you grapes, olives, and wine on the living room floor and call that social studies. You get to dabble in your interests just like you encourage your kids to dabble in theirs. You get to start home businesses, start Etsy shops, create a work life around your homeschool or a homeschool around your work life. You get to do the homeschool hookah. Isn't it funny how outsiders think we're tethered to all things uncomfortable? Meanwhile, our homeschools slowly but steadily move toward all things hookah. Do they not know how we can choose to let our kids sleep in if we want? Do they know we don't feel pressure toward cultural trends? Sometimes we don't even know they exist. Do they not know we get to move at the flow of our family and we influence the flow of our family to fit our needs too? We get chocolate chip cookies with math workbooks, family room fires with afternoon reading, tea and essential oils throughout school days, and candlelight just because. Mama, has anyone told you that you have one of the best jobs in the world? Homeschooling can be a challenge to maintain mama's self-care, but the homeschool lifestyle can also be a charmed life that encourages mama's self-care. It's a challenge to build your needs, your wants, your identity into your homeschool world, but it can be done, and it will be done, as you continue moving forward, instilling habits and practices that take care of you too. So let's keep working towards turning our homeschool challenges into our homeschool charms. I'm so glad that you are part of the Homeschool Mama self-care podcast community. I can't wait to get to know you more and your homeschooled kiddos. I encourage you to jump on to my website, www.capturingthecharmlife.com. I've recently opened a Patreon community. As a supporter, your contribution helps me access equipment, reach guests, and supports the time it takes to get into the creative work to build each of these episodes. Be a supporter and you receive access to my Patreon-only feed, access to extended guest interviews, discounts on group mentoring, intensives, and masterminds, all the archived Patreon episodes and content, a community of like-minded homeschool moms. You can also access monthly support chats and ask me anything days. I'm really looking forward to building into this community, building into you and getting to know you. If you're interested in joining the Homeschool Mama self-care Patreon community, you can check me out on patreon.com homeschool mama self-care. I'll see you there.